This is the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Let's talk yachting now on the show with Sail GP. The final three rounds uh, are coming up. It's all going to wrap up uh, by the end of May. Uh, in just a week or so from now, it's the KPMG Australia Sail GP round. And then we're into uh, Littleton in New Zealand. Joining us, a yachting expert, Jesse Chook. Morning, Jesse. Good morning, Brian. Uh, you'll be looking forward to the final three rounds because you'll be there, won't you? Yeah, back into it. It's it's great to have the, the borders back open and I can jump back on the Sail GP circuit nice and easily. And I'm oh, just so excited for this. the next three rounds. The last few events, we've been up in the Middle East and you know down to Asia and Singapore and the wind hasn't quite been there. <laughs> it's been a little bit tough. Um, so, you know, Sydney, Christchurch, then San Francisco for the grand final, three of the best sailing venues in the world. And, and I think we're going to be in for an absolute ripper of a finale. And Team New Zealand have improved through this season, haven't they? That's right, yeah. They kind of started off as they did season two, just not quite clicking into fourth gear, fifth gear. Um, but they really hit their straps through the mid part of the season and then, you know, had a really, really, come, you know, big come from behind wind. Uh, win in, in Singapore and that was I think a bit of a statement really to kind of say to the other teams you know we're going to start at the back of the fleet you know they were four points off the off the pace because they had a penalty came back and, and took out the win there so that was a real statement piece for the Kiwis. It's Formula One on water I mean that's what I like in it too I absolutely love it but you know the racing is incredibly tight you see some great crashes as well so to come from behind like that for Team New Zealand what did they do right? Honestly, I think there was a bit of luck involved. <laughs> <laughs> wind change? Uh, wind cha- you know, Singapore, I, it was the first time I'd ever been there, and it's a crazy venue. You know, you've got the city on one side, and then you've got this wall of container ships on the other side, so there's disturbed wind everywhere you look. And then you get these big thunderstorm events that come in that just throw the weather upside down. So you've got to be really good at just seeing the wind changes, and I think that's something that, you know, Pete Burling and, and Blair have been really good at through their Olympic career and, and they've got a really good sailing team on board so they were able to manage it the best. Not quite the best because the boat did get struck by lightning yes. at the back end of the Singapore yeah. event. Um, it, you know, in their defence, they weren't on the boat. They, no. were, they were in on shore getting their trophy at the time. <laughs> but yeah, the boat's been completely fried um, so they won't be sailing on that boat in Sydney. This is season three. Have the boats changed much from season one to season three? Yeah, they're, they're always fine-tuning. You know, Sail GP Technologies up in Walkworth, um, which is, you know, where, where all the kind of grunt comes from for all these boats and wow. where it's all made. Um, they're always fine-tuning. And one of the great things I love about Sail GP is that it's not like the America's Cup where it's all secretive and, you know, you kind of keep everything to yourself. All the data is shared. So if the Australians have a really good day on the water – the Kiwi team can go, well, what were they doing? And they can access all their data, check it out. So the SailGP Technologies teams, they're you know, pouring over that data every single day, working out how they can get the most out of these boats. And one of the big changes is the, you know, the wing si- sizes, the sail sizes, just to get more range. You know, There's nothing worse than you turn up to an event and there's not enough wind or you get there and there's too much wind. We're yeah. really at the mercy of, of Mother Nature in, in this sport. But they've got a much larger wing sail now, and then they've also got a really small one. So that range that they can sail in is probably one of the big um, big technology changes. Uh, but the next big one is they've got a new foil. It's a, it's a T-foil. It kind of looks like a, 
like on the Gladiator movies, the chariots with the big oh, things yes. sticking out the side. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit like that. But um, as we know, you know, these boats reach a certain point when they go over 50 knots that they start cavitating, you know. They start hitting those those shutters on the on the motorway and, and they get really unsafe and unstable. So this T, uh, T4 is going to hopefully see these boats comfortably go over 100 k's, which is, wow, which is pretty is exciting. Yeah. You, have you been on a boat when it's done that? Not 100 k's. <laughs> that is scary stuff. T- 10 k's maybe. The last time I was in Littleton Harbour sailing on a 420 was plodding oh. along out there. Wow. All the boats, they're equal though, aren't they? When they line up, I mean, a, a little bit like race cars or Formula One or whatever, so it's just the little tweaks that you do to it? Yeah, and, and there's... You think it's little tweaks, but there are there are thousands mm. of different settings and modes and all the all the little things yeah. that you can do to sail the boat differently. But all boats equal. It really does come down to how you are sailing that boat. And some teams with that are better in the the heavier wind. Some are better in the lighter wind. So what's Sydney going to be like? Hopefully, absolutely ripping down the harbour, and and we're going to see some some nice close racing. And the, the boats are just such. A cool spectacle, you yeah, know. They they yeah. look so great with the stylized, you know, the kangaroo for the Aussies and the Statue of Liberty for for the American team. There's just you know these big statement boats and and Sydney Harbour is just you know one of the great sailing venues and and I reckon we're going to see just more more tight racing Kiwis and the Aussies. Yeah, it's coming under. Head. It's Trans Tasman. <laughs> it's I think for the next few rounds, it's going to be all about the Kiwis and the Aussies. And Littleton's an interesting venue. First time that'll ever be used, isn't it? Really, really cool for you know for the South Island particularly. I mean, you know, the America's Cup here in Auckland last time round, and and Christchurch is an awesome awesome venue. The wind can really, really get up there. So if it does, we're going to see some um, quite tense racing. But just it's a it's a natural amphitheatre. If, if people don't have tickets, they can just rock up and watch from yeah. a hill somewhere or get out on the boat. And, yeah, Christchurch is going to be good. And, you know, the Kiwis are going to really want to make a statement there. Fantastic. And then it wraps up. We have to wait till May. It wraps up in San Francisco. Yeah, you got to get the boats back up to San Francisco, the, yeah. you know, the, sh- the ship up there. But, yeah. That's uh, the big grand final event. So there's one more event, and then at the at the you know finale of that, it's a winner takes all race. You know the top three boats just go into one race. Twelve twelve months for a season, and it comes down to one race. Well, you don't want to, yeah. you know, you don't want to make a mistake in that one. Well, leaderboard going into the Australian round: sixty eight for Australia, New Zealand fifty nine, Great Britain fifty four, France fifty three, Denmark fifty one. I mean, it's tight. Oh, that that battle for third, and and you know, by no means are we locked into second. I think we can kind of say the Aussies are, are going to be in that final, but that battle for third is is really really heating up. And great to see a couple of teams like you know the French team. They've kind of come from nowhere this season, and and Denmark as well. They've just been super consistent to kind of be able to go toe to toe with someone like Sir Ben Ainsley and, and oh, kind of be hot on his heels. Yeah. Is you know a pretty impressive season for for those two teams. Fantastic, Jesse. Enjoy the event and we'll talk again soon. Beauty, can't wait. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to the parenting hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.